Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Well, the Chiefs beat themselves last night when they played the Eagles with drops penalties, untimely turnovers, and ultimately just a lot of small mistakes that created, well, one giant mistake, which would be a loss. You're watching the Chiefs Report by Chat Sports. I'm your host, Jay Sanders. We are happy you chose to spend a little bit of your day with us. And if you would be ever so kind, we're trying to make sure the Chiefs score more points next week because I'm not good with this whole 17 points or 21 points thing. I want to get more than that. So I have a little challenge for Chiefs Kingdom. If we can get 10 likes on this video, that's one point. 20 likes, two points, you get the math. So hit that like button. I'm hoping we can get around 300 likes because then the Chiefs are gonna score 30 points in their next game this Sunday against the Las Vegas Raiders. Because let's be honest, Eagles game is last night. We'll talk about it today, but after today, it's Raiders hate week and there's no reason to waste time on getting the hate going for Las Vegas. All right, today's show, we're going to talk about some overreactions along with some cut candidates, uh, or maybe cut candidate, probably be the one way to say that, along with just what the heck is wrong with this offense. So we're going to get into that right now with our first overreaction being that cut candidate, and that would be Marquez Valdez-Skitley. Not clear here to see why? Well, let me show you why it's clear he should be cut. Well, let's just go back to last night. Chiefs are driving. They're going to hopefully go score and win the game. A deep pass down the field. It's a catch, right? Catch. Now, this was a drop. This was a drop, which is the wildest thing ever when you just put this picture up because is he a little outstretched? Yes. But is he in a position to make the catch? Is that ball hitting him in the hands 100%? So I don't really understand why this was not caught. Now, MVS has always been a body catcher, which is why his drops have been a problem. And it's not just with Kansas City. It's been his whole career. Now, this year in particular, he leads the NFL with six drops. But I did a little research wanted to go back to, all right, has this always been a problem with MVS? Yes, it has. Since 2018, he has had five drops of passes traveling 30-plus yards downfield. No one else has more than three. It's just kind of absolutely incredible. So we have to kind of ask this question now. I talk about cut candidates. Should the Chiefs consider cutting Marquez Valdez-Scantling? Is it time to consider that? I mean, he's $14 million of wasted cap right now if he doesn't know how to catch a ball. So I want to know from you, type C for cut, type K for keep. What should the Chiefs do in this situation I want you to let me know in the comments of today's video as we're going to give you a second to answer that. If they do cut Marquez Valdez, well, let's say they do this in this situation. 
who exactly could they sign? Who are some free agents that the Chiefs may go after? We've talked about a lot of them. We'll probably talk about some more throughout this week just because it's honestly the hot topic of these wide receivers on the Chiefs. But let's look at just one in particular today. That'd be Jarvis Landry, maybe. Play with the Saints, play with the Browns. Kind of surprised he's not signed with the team just yet because overall his stats aren't amazing, but he is a veteran-type guy who has put up solid numbers, and right now you're just looking for consistency. It's not about whether a guy can catch a ball, or excuse me, whether a guy can go out and make these spectacular plays, but it's about whether a guy can just catch a ball. Dude has 272 receiving yards back in 2022 when he played nine games with the Saints. It's just reliability, ultimately. Like, Jarvis was not a guy who dropped a lot of balls, and hopefully he could come on here and kind of be the same type of way with the Chiefs if they ultimately could go out and sign him. Now, MVS did have a comment about his drops last night, saying, I'm grateful, I'll be better, and I appreciate the criticism and support. God put this on me because he knew I could handle it. Gratitude for everything that comes with it. So I appreciate that MVS is addressing this, first of all, before I say this. Second of all, though, honestly, this isn't really the time for this. Like, if this was a first-time occurrence or it's just been this season, you know, okay, that, that's fine. But, like, this has been something that's been a problem his entire career. It's been drop after drop after drop. Body catch is the only way he's succeeded. And now you just have to keep going. I understand he's probably working on it, but it's really hard. I appreciate him taking accountability, though. And Listen, if this is the thing that turns the tide, I'll take the one loss against the Eagles if you can catch the rest of the passes you're thrown this year. So let's kind of move into our second overreaction, which also, uh, well, let's just say kind of bounces off that. Worst wide receiver core ever. I didn't believe this at the beginning of the year. I thought, you know, Sky Moore's underrated. MVS has been pretty good. Rasheed Rice, we'll see what he has to do with him. He may not be that great. When, in reality, he has been the West wide receiver pretty much besides him and Justin Watson. But Watson had a couple drops last night. He's not been that way. Rasheed Rice drops the ball, too. I'm not kind of taking him out of here. In fact, there's a stat that popped up last night that just kind of wow. In 2023, drops are plentiful for the Kansas City Chiefs. They have 26, which leads the NFL. Behind them, the Bengals, Lions, Rams, and Cowboys. And it's kind of crazy when you think about it just because 26 drops, 10 games, that's almost three drops a game right there. Guess what? Yesterday, he said five. It just isn't good. This is certainly the worst wide receiver core in the Mahomes era. I can say that. And I don't know if this is the worst wide receiver core uh, in the NFL right now, it certainly seems as though they could buy for that spot. But I'm not going to say that that is the case at this moment. Hopefully, though, there is something figured out. All right, before we move on in today's show, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor, which is Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real money daily fantasy sports game. And with basketball season here, it's the perfect time to start on Prize Picks. You can now pick combo projections across the NBA and NFL. So. You can pick, say, the more on Christian McCaffrey rushing and receiving yards, which there is a special deal on, and potentially Jason Tatum points. Here are the prize picks I'm going with this Thursday night, Thanksgiving, uh, going a little Thanksgiving prize picks action. There's a special deal right now with Christian McCaffrey where it's a half a yard for rushing and receiving. That is free. That's a free win right there on one of the entries, and then you just got to hit one more to win some money. Jameer Gibbs, I think he's going to get the more 45 and a half rushing yards over Green Bay. That defense hasn't been great. And overall, it's funny, David Montgomery actually has the higher level of more. His is 65. Jameer Gibbs, 45. He'll hit that. And then Jawan Jennings, 
He's played in 10 games this year, five of those. He's gotten 15 and a half receiving yards. Seattle's secondary is really good, but it's top heavy, which means, guess what? They're going to have to worry about Christian McCaffrey. They're going to have to worry about Brandon Ayuk. They're going to have to worry about Debo Samuel. They're not going to have to worry about Jawan Jennings. 15.5 yards in that 49ers offense, that's probably like one catch. I'm going the more there, and hopefully that one could hit. That's the testy one. I think there's always one testy one in the prize picks. Prize picks also offers a reboot policy, which is super cool. So say if one of those guys gets hurt in the game before halftime this upcoming Thursday, well, I'm going to get rebooted for that player. And I say this because prize picks is actually the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. That's pretty cool if you ask me. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types, or it makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use our code CLNS for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go put them in for Thursday Thanksgiving picks. Shout out to PrizePix. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. We've been negative today. I want to start being a little positive, so I want to talk the defense because it is the best defense in the NFL. I'm not going to stop. I'm stopping this, oh, it could be. I'm stopping this, eh, maybe. I'm stalking, well, the stats kind of say this. No, this is the best defense in the NFL, and no one will tell me otherwise. Honestly, this may be one of the best defenses in the past couple years. They have played absolutely exceptionally well, and they've gotten hoed a couple times, to be quite honest with you. The Chiefs offense just cannot get them going. Funny enough, the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes since 2017 to last year. Well, guess what? Mahomes was 54-7, and seven, or excuse me, 54-5 and five when he scored 24 points. This year, 7-3 and three when the opponent scores less than 24 points. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of odd. Here's the thing, though. Jalen Hurts had one of his worst games in his career. It hurts, don't it? Because 150 yards was not it. 63.6 completion percentage compared to his average, not it. His average passing yards, not there. Touchdowns, yeah, he ran for two, didn't throw a single one. His QBR was abysmal. Listen, these people around here talking, oh, Jalen Hurts, he, he got the MVP last night. He got the MVP. No, he didn't. He didn't. It's absolutely ridiculous. Did this guy win the game? Yes. Was it anything of what he did? Not a chance. The Chiefs lost this game themselves. They helped them because Hurts literally just pushed his way into the end zone for one of the touchdowns. I'm sick and tired of these people saying, Jalen Hurts is so good. Jalen Hurts is so good. He's not really been that good this year. He's, he's just not in the MVP talk. There's no reason. Is he clutch? Yes, I will give him that. He is one of the most clutch quarterbacks of all time currently. But has he been playing at an MVP level? No. And the Chiefs showed that last night. Those are not MVP numbers. And also the thing, there were clamps on everybody last night again. As Listen, the Chiefs' defense has been great to kind of just come in here and take out some of the top receivers in the NFL, and they did it again last night. In fact, I've got some stats for you. Let's just kind of look at the top receivers they faced this year because ultimately, guess what? These guys, well, they are top-level names. Here's the first one. Amon Ross St. Brown, week one. He gets 71 yards. This year, averaging 107. Chiefs DJ Moore, or what is he getting with the Bears? Well, he usually gets 83.6, but against the Chiefs, 41 yards. A.J. Brown, last night, Dude averages 101.3 yards per game. He got eight yards. Justin Jefferson. Dude is the best wide receiver in the NFL. He usually gets 135.8. I know he's been injury-ridden, but when he faced the Chiefs, 28 yards. Tyreek Hill, three weeks ago in Germany, 62 yards. His average, 
126.8. Like I said, I'm done with this whole Chiefs may be the best defense. Chiefs could be the best defense. No, the Chiefs are the best defense in the NFL. And if you agree with me, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to share this video to your friends. I want you to share this video on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And guess what? I'll do you a solid. You share this video. I want you to tag me. Tag me right here, at Jace Andrews. I'm going to like it. I'm going to retweet it. And I'm going to follow you. You're getting a three for one. I haven't done anything like this in a while. So go share this video right now. You can go. I'll give you a second. Go share it. And then come back, finish the video. Because listen, we have to get the word out that this Chiefs defense is the best in the NFL. So here's what you're going to do. Just go on Twitter. Say the Chiefs defense is the best. And then just have the link to this video and tag me. We appreciate you as always. And I'll give you a second to go do that. The fourth overreaction is that this is the worst second half team in the NFL. This is not an overreaction. I, I, I will say this right now. This team, honestly, is not good in the second half. It's 100% true, and it's sad. It's quite honestly just sad because this is a Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey offense that over the past four weeks has literally been terrible at scoring points in the second half. And when I say terrible, I literally mean terrible. They have zero points. Now, four weeks, they only played three games in those four weeks, so there's a little bit of a scrutiny in this, but zero points for the Chiefs in the second half. Nine for the Jets, 16 for the Patriots, 17 for the Colts, 21 for the Rams, 23 for the Raiders. Those are the least amount of points scored in the last four weeks in the second half. I don't want to be around those guys. I, we have to figure it out here in the second half. Those teams are not teams that I want to be compared to in any sort of way. I'm tired of it. And you need to get better here in the second half. That's three straight games that you have been shut out in the second half. Three straight games. And you want to talk about the defenses you're facing? First of all, the Eagles' defense isn't good. That's first. The Dolphins' defense isn't great. So there's two right there that you just can't score in the second half. This team is just giving me headaches lately, man. Like, I understand the game shouldn't really be that big of a deal yesterday. And honestly, is it? Because the playoff picture is pretty similar, which we'll get to here in a minute. But... It's just frustrating, which kind of leads me into my fifth overreaction that people are saying is that the Chiefs will lose in the divisional round. And that's just flat out not true. Like, everybody's in here saying, oh, well, the Chiefs aren't that good this year. They're, they're going to lose in the divisional round. They're, they're, gonna, they're not even going to get past the first down. Let's slow down here. Pump the brakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is Patrick Mahomes we're talking about. Am I frustrated right now? 100%. But do I have faith that the Chiefs will come out and put out a better product week in and week out, and this is just growing this team for the hopeful Super Bowl run they will go on? 100%. Now, I talked about how they kind of still control their own destiny, which technically isn't 100% true, but it's pretty true as we look at the playoff picture here. The Chiefs are sitting at second in the AFC right now behind the Baltimore Ravens as they have the one more win, have not had their bye yet. Same amount of losses as the seven and threes all right there. Chiefs, Jaguars, Dolphins, Browns. There is a common denominator. You beat the Jaguars and the Dolphins, so that's why you're above them. Uh, the Browns have not played them just yet this year and uh, may not play them until the playoffs, to be quite honest with you. So you look at this and you think, oh, well, they're not number one seed. Well, according to ESPN, there is still a 44% chance for the number one seed for the Chiefs. So you have to put it that. And you have to look at those teams again and think, okay, well, the Ravens lost to Mark Andrews, which is a travesty. He, I feel terrible for him. I'd never wish an injury on anybody, but it's the way football works. And honestly, it, that really hurts the Ravens team as a whole, losing their number one tight end. I mean, think about if the Chiefs lost Travis Kelsey. 
uh, similar kind of situation. Uh, Jaguars, you've already beat them, so you have, the common, you have the common win there. And the Dolphins, you already beat them. You're not going to play them again. That's the win right there. Uh, the Browns are a little scary, but overall, again, Deshaun Watson is injured. It's another thing that it sucks. It's the way football goes. But I certainly wish the best for Deshaun, uh, besides maybe stuff that he's done in his past. But let's not get into that. We appreciate you for watching today. I know that this has kind of been a little bit of a ranty show, a little bit of a long show. So if you've made it to the end, I really appreciate you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Stick around with us if you've made it to the end and you are not subscribed. And if you are subscribed, well, then just hit that like button again to let me know that you have made it to the end. We have, pre we have appreciated you joining us today. I know it's uh, 15, 20 minutes. Just kind of take time out of your day to watch us. And I really, really appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed. As always, Chiefs Kingdom, peace out. Mm -hmm.